Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023, and you have less than two weeks to get your state 4x4 permit online or by the phone. The deadline for this is March 31st at 11.59 p.m. The first thing you will need is your recreational marine fishing registry up to date, and that's free to get. The website for that is on the screen and in the description. Next step is to navigate to the site on the screen and in the description, set up an account if you don't have one already, and then choose the 4x4 fishing option. Then follow the steps. Remember, you will need a valid driver's license and the ID number from the up-to-date fishing registry, as well as the plate number of your four-wheel drive vehicle. These websites admittedly are not the most user-friendly, but they do get the job done, and you should have your dashboard permit in the mail in a few weeks. Time is running out, so take advantage before you get locked out until September. Local trout stockings are going on now around the island and just in time for the April 15th Family Day at Belmont Lake. On the Family Fishing Day, you can fish without a freshwater permit and there will be plenty of fishing poles available and other festivities. Please note that we got the wrong information and the correction was made by the state. The date is actually April 15th. Keep that in mind. Hope to see you there. Algax has been making lures for nearly half a century. We go up to Connecticut to talk to Al about his latest creation, the Gagster. How it started, um, I was actually sitting on uh, uh, Musquamica Beach with, uh, with my better half, Marie, and uh, we were staying at the Pleasant View down there, so we were right behind the place on the beach sitting there, and, and I'm watching, I think they were butterfish at the time, coming back and forth and back and forth, but nothing pushing them. And uh, so a big wave came in and pushed some fish up on the beach. And I picked one up and I'm looking at it and I'm saying, wow, you know, you got to really mimic the shapes and stuff like that. So I had a, a yellow sketch pad with me and uh, I got a pencil and I started to sketch out what I would like to see as a lure. And as I was doing it, I started to really get pretty in depth into it. And uh, as a matter of fact, that's how all our lures start. There's on a yellow sketch pad, basically. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes I'll wake up with a thought at 1, 2 in the morning, boom, and I go down and sketch it out before I forget it. Right. You know? Yeah. And so um, so I sketched it out, and when I came back here, um, we have several different, uh, different businesses in this building, and uh, it's a lot of valuable resources here. And uh, I went down to talk to them uh, down at uh, like 42 Fab Design about uh, can we make a model of this because I know they make models out of it. So we put it on a 3D printer, you know, the dimensions that I had on the sketch pad. Oh, actually, they, they actually drew a drawing first. We actually drew a, a regular CAD drawing for it. Based upon your yellow sketch. Yeah, okay. my, my little yeah. yellow sketch pad is where right, it came right. from. So I wasn't sure about the line of pull. And that's how we had to get the models out of the 3D printer because we tried to line a pole directly out of the front, it wouldn't move. Out of the bottom, it wouldn't move. Once we put it on top, we started to get the action we wanted to. Right. So we wanted it more as a wake bait coming across the top so of the water. So there was a trial and error kind of period with the design. Oh, God. So this started in 2021, and here we are in 2023. We actually came out with it late in 2022. Okay. But all of that time had elapsed. 
yeah. go through the trial and error. I mean, in and out of the canals, the Connecticut River. I had uh, I had some put together with nuts and bolts just to hold it because we had to open it up and move oh, weights yeah. around and yeah, stuff, yeah. And hoping it wasn't going to leak. I mean, so right. it was a lot, you know, water sealing, gorilla tape, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. Got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So we finally got it down to where we wanted it, and then we got into the CAD design itself and really put the specs where they were supposed to be. And from that design there, it went to the mold maker. And the mold maker built the actual, burned the cavities for it. Right. And uh, we had an existing mold, so we put the plates in that existing mold and ran it, and they worked. And uh, we started to get really quality pieces out of it. So we started putting them together and more trial and error, you know, right. replacement and this and that. But it was like 70% done. We really couldn't back up from where we were at, at that point. So after we got that done, then we had to design uh, our own paint booths, our own gluing wheels. And a gluing wheel is where you lay the baits down. And uh, we are six stations on a gluing wheel. You put them in, you load the cavity, you put the adhesive on, the, the top half, and, and this is all tongue and groove in here, so it won't leak. Right, right. So we laid the top half on, we clamp it, move it to the next station, do the same thing. So by the time it comes all the way around, it's ready to be painted. Right. And so we just keep it going like that. That wheel keeps going and we keep painting. So now you've designed bowls in the past, but for every each individual board, you have to set up a whole new... Everything. Everything is from scratch. Everything is new. To you make know, the work. Exactly. Right. So, you know, you're in the... When you're in the moment, when, you, when you're at that yellow pad and that CAD drawing stage and everything, everything's flying. You're getting pumped to see this thing in the water. Yeah. But, like, for me, once it goes in the water, it's, like, old news. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm already thinking about something else, which right, it really right. shouldn't be. You're I, thinking about something else, but this even hasn't, this hasn't even been released to the public yet at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So this lure really, it taught me a lot because I had to put a lot of time into it. But the other thing it taught me to enjoy what you do. Of course. You know, to look at it. Because the way I look at it is every time I make one of these, it's like manufacturing happiness yeah. for somebody. Of course. Someone's going to catch a How fish many like, fish, like, something like this is going to produce for people in the future, you know what I'm saying? Right. How many you fish know? is your, you know, the, uh, the whippet fish or the, all those and, it's, you know, it's all memories. those are pr produced, you know? I'd like to create memories because when you create an old memory, a new one begins. Yeah. You know, and so that's what I like to do. And, uh, and people asked me the other day, they said, well, when are you going to retire? I said, you know, I said, I'm 69 years old. I said, but, I said, I could live two more weeks, two more years, 20 more years. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I said, There's, you know, we don't have a time limit. And nothing's given in life. No, know? no, it isn't. But as long as I can breathe and walk and uh, the big guy upstairs lets me stay here, yeah, I'm going to keep doing stuff. Well, I respect like that. You said you come here every morning at 5, 4, 5 in the morning. Yep. Start the process, start the day. You know, the key is to anybody that sees this video, when you wake up happy yeah. and you come in here, good things are going to happen. Yeah. To you. You know, you're either going to produce, I don't care if you're making spaghetti, it's going to be good. Right. You know, I like spaghetti, happy. so. <laughs> but I can tell you, you know, walking in this place, uh, just the the um, the ambiance of it, walking in this room and seeing what you got going on here, and even the view outside of yeah. what you're looking at every day, that river out it's there. It's pretty fishy. That's pretty motivational. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. you tell me you probably tested some product in there before, too. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we I've thrown product in the river for... For many moons, I put them so in. So you the, had the ultimate like um, test uh, 
test the area over here. You yeah. design them here. Oh, let's go test them. You walk downstairs and go fish in the river and it, test them out. Exactly. That's pretty neat. And you can hold it in the current. So, you, like, if I was building stuff, let's say, for the Mariches in Long Island or for the canal where you got heavy current, you know, flowing through, I can test it pretty pretty strong in that you get a good idea. Yeah, I can a, tell by the way the water is moving. Yeah, there's five yeah. knot current. So that's the there. ultimate test area. You know, you got the ultimate um, test area right there. Yeah. Which it, is the river. And, and there's, there's there's good fish in the Chicopee River, you know. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. There's so you're not just there. testing for the, the heck of it. You're going out there. You might catch a fish in the meantime. You might. You just yeah. might. You know, I got some that's new That's the ultimate test. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got some new things up on the horizon. But this lure, after all these years, I've been in this over 45 years now. This one here changed me. And it, it taught me to enjoy everything you do. Next week, we'll show you the process from start to finish. When we get back from the break, I'll fill you in on the upcoming events. On the 25th of March is the Long Island Fly Fishing Show put on by River Bay Outfitters at the Radisson Hotel. I'll be there talking about fluking from the surf again. Also remember the big sale continues at Marine Maid in Lindenhurst through April 1st. Get the best prices on bottom paint of the season. On April 1st is the Hempstead Harbor Anglers Flea Market and the Spring Family Freshwater Fishing Festival is April 15th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Belmont Lake State Park. Also, again, please note the original information given to us for this weekend was incorrect. The festival is April 15th. To get all the details on these events, visit thefisherman.com slash events. Marie Maid of Lindenhurst is holding their annual spring sale March 18th through April 1st. Bottom paint from $69 per gallon. Save big on engine parts, outboard oil, cleaners, waxes, and more. Daily raffles and your chance to win big prizes. Visit marinemate.com for all the details. For the trout stocking, the first round made their way to the central Suffolk County lakes this week. Brown and rainbow trout both made their way into the lakes. And it was also noted that most of the browns were larger two-year-olds and did put up a heck of a fight on light tackle. A few excellent picks for them are small cast masters, Cleo's sidewinders, inline spinners, marabou jigs, rapalas, and tiny soft plastics. For the fly fishermen, you can't go wrong with a woolly bugger or a nymph. Another stocking is expected next week sometime. The full stocking was for the months of March, April, and May will be published in the April edition of the Fishman Magazine this upcoming Monday, so keep an eye out for when that's released. Ken from Tight Lines in Sag Harbor also reached out and reported that he had good session with Fly Fishing ConnectBot on the Rainbow and the Brook Trout on a mix of different presentations earlier in the week. He noticed that the biggest fish was over three pounds. The King Con and Senna Mariches sailed again on Tuesday for a long steam to the east. 20 anglers boxed 90 keeper cod. They also had about 25 shorts and around 30 hake to top it off. They will be sailing a regular schedule throughout the week on ideal days for fishing. On the bass front, we got some of the first confirmed reports from the city area near the East River. Schoolies were being caught on an array of smaller soft plastic finesse lures on night tides. I also did hear rumor that some of the western North Shore harbors were starting to see striper life on the right tides as well. The bass reports should become more consistent in these coming weeks.
Now let's check in with our correspondents. We start off with our fly and freshwater report. We have Paul McCain from Everbay Outfitters. Well, hello, Matt. Hey, well, Matt. This is my good buddy, Kenny, my partner in crime with this Fly Fishing <laughs> Expo this week. We just were out there getting it all final set up, set up with the uh, how we're going to have it laid out, uh, you know, where all the presentations are going to be. It's going to be a fabulous weekend. And Matt, we're looking forward to your presentation. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can't wait. This is going to be an excellent show. Uh, for the people that don't know about it, go to the Fly Fishing Expo of Long Island org org.com org org org, 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 org and check it out so come in it's going to be a great day okay about the fishing as far as i'm hearing salt water is just starting to show up just starting of course in new jersey they have a lot of fish in the raritan area bay area but we're starting to see them i'm hearing people catching them in little neck manhasset a little bit in jamaica bay but it's early as far as the freshwater going, well, the Connecticut, you can't go wrong. You're gonna have a tight line if you go there. But also, people have been telling me that they've been going up to uh, Connecticut, the small streams up there, and up into Westchester, and we're catching fish. But I'm all, I haven't been out waiting a line because we've been working so much on this, this show, expo. this expo. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope to see all of you there. Stop by the booth. We're going to have show specials at my booth. So come, and until next week, tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, everybody. See you on Saturday. Now let's check in with Captain Timothy O'Rourke from Montauk. Tim. Thanks, Matt. Well, greetings from Montauk, everybody. Not much of a report this week. The Vikings have been trying to get out the last three weekends to do some cod fishing, and unfortunately, as everybody knows, the weather's always turned south, and they've had to cancel. They were supposed to go again this weekend, but it looks like the weather's going to not allow that to happen. Uh, I talked to Stephen Jr. Forsberg. He's really excited to get out fishing. He's been getting some reports that there's fish around, and he's ready to start the fishing season. Um, this weekend in Hop Hog, at the Radisson in Hop Hog, I'll be at the Long Island Fly Fishing Expo. I'll be representing Sage and Rio products there. I'll have the new Sage R8 and their new reels that they've come out with. Um, looking forward to talking shop and uh, discussing fly fishing in the upcoming season. All right, everybody. Thanks. Talk to you soon. From Chinnacock, let's check in with Mike Dean. Thanks, Matt. Hey, everyone. Obviously, we're coming down to the home stretch of the offseason. We should be getting some fish in the neighborhood uh, pretty soon. In the meantime, uh, my buddy and his and his fishing buddies, uh, the Manhasset Bay Lip Rippers crew, as they call themselves, was down in Casa Vieja in Guatemala um, since they couldn't wait for the for the stripers to, to get into Manhasset Bay and had a phenomenal few days of fishing down there. Sailfish and mahi, um, yeah, just really tremendous stuff. So... Uh, Glad you guys had a good trip down there. Uh, in terms of over here, uh, Manhattan Bay, I have heard, and uh, Little Neck Bay, even Hempstead Harbor, has had some schoolies there, probably holdovers. Kind of the same out here. You know, we're starting to get, obviously, higher water temps, starting to see more bait, seeing ospreys. Um, I haven't really I put it. I tried the other day, a few casts, nothing. I'm going to try this weekend, but, um, you know, I think probably within a week, you know, people should start catching some small fish on soft plastics and on fly. So uh, the wait seems to be over. Hopefully next week I'll have some more exciting news for you. Uh, but until then, get out there and give it a try. All right. Thanks, Matt. Back to you.
Let's head on over to Chris Landry with his report. Thanks, Matt. Well, they're back. I caught my first striper of the spring in Brooklyn Saturday night with a one-ounce jig head from land. Ryan Laurie caught 17 bass recently on his boat in the Raritan area, ranging from 26 inches all the way to 36 inches. Other reports I'm hearing is that there's life all over the place, and this season is going to come in hot, so get your gear ready. Breaking news. Rockfish Charters has been taken over by Adrian from Bass Appeal. We salute Captain Rich and his contribution over the years. They are the GOATs. Uh, Fizo will stay on with Adrian. You can still hit up Rockfish Charters on their Instagram or hit up Bass Appeal on their Instagram to book Rockfish Charters, the GOATs of this game. Also, if you want to know what's going on in the Rockaway, Jamaica Bay area, follow Fishing the Atlantic on Instagram. They have a lot of great posts, a lot of networking events, uh, fishing charters, and news about the area. So follow Fishing the Atlantic on Instagram. I can't wait to put my boat in the water April 1st because this season is going to be great. So thank you. Tight lines in. Back to you, Matt. Let's check it with Dave Rogers. Dave. Thank you, Matt. Hey, everyone. I have good news. This past week in the Western Sound, the striped bass fishing is starting to heat up. I heard reports of schooly bass being caught, as well as some slot stripers in the mix at night. Knowing this, I had to get out and check for myself, so I threw on my waders, grabbed my surf rod, and went out on one of the back bays of the Western Sound. In my lure bag, I brought some SP minnows and some paddle tails, and the winner of the night was a blurple floating SP minnow. The SP's presentation was able to entice a bite from a beautiful slot bass. The trick was to cast out the SP and slowly retrieve it back with some twitches from the rod every so often. With this technique, I landed a 17-pound striped bass, which is a great fish to catch, especially on the second day of spring. If you want to see the full fight with this early spring striper, check out Funky Fishing on YouTube, where you can see all my early spring fishing adventures. This is the earliest I have ever caught a striper of this size in New York, and it just goes to show the season is starting strong this year. So get out there and get your lures wet. Stay groovy, everyone. Back to you, Matt. Remember to like our video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and tap on the bell to be notified instantly when we post a new video on YouTube. Check out this video's description on YouTube for all the related links and index for specific reports. Please support our correspondents by visiting their websites and your social media pages. If you would like to be a part of our weekly video fishing forecast, we're once again looking for social media savvy anglers for hyperlocal reporting from around the New York, Metro, and Long Island area, especially from the beach. So if you're a captain, tackle shop, or just an avid angler, contact my producer at tcslibayrat at gmail.com. We hope to see you this week at the Long Island Fly Show and come down to my seminar for some fluke fishing tips.